0: I had the agency. I, I was a co-founder of the agency while I was in jail.
1: <laughs> wow, so,
0: yeah, I was still kind of like, it was like, yo, Tolu, what's the passwords? You know, and stuff like that. And when I think back at that time, it was even though I'm in this situation, I'm not defined by this situation. I define myself. Uh, uh, I searched all over
1: the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah
0: I searched all over the world, struggling to find it Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah Discover my gift, yeah, yeah Discover my
1: gift, yeah Welcome to another episode of How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. I am delighted and honored and humbled to have today's guest on today. He's a brother from another mother, Tolu. Tolu is a genius. He's a digital marketing expert, helping people to generate profits through webinars. He has this free 200k webinar master copy on his page, which we'll link into the show. But you'll find that um, in the show notes. So uh, let me tell you about this brother. He's a, he's a master at marketing. Uh, he's a master at networking and, and meeting people and leveraging uh, digital resources such as webinars, podcasts themselves, um, ads. In fact, we connected through his ads, right? His ads are on point, his is on point. Um, all of these things he, he puts in place. So if you're looking for a great resource to help you take your business to the next level, this is your guy. He has a he has a company called Mastermind Your Agency, and he also has an amazing podcast called Mastermind Your Life. Tolu, welcome to the show, my brother. Thank you, David.
0: And, you know, we got to give a big kudos and shout out to David because David is the man, you know, he's pouring into clients, you know, he's how I discovered my gift podcast. So shout out to you, David. Appreciate oh, you, you, you know, it, being man. here. Yeah.
1: So, bro. So, this this show is all about the, as you know, um, all about discovering your gift and, and finding what your talents are, and and then leveraging those talents and 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 you know making some money, uh, doing those great things. But I want I want to take a, a step back. I want I want to go into the story of Tolu, the journey of Tolu. Yeah. Like, where does it start for you? You know, from childhood to the entrepreneur you are today. I think that journey started uh
0: when i was incredibly young you know i've been one of those guys whereby when and my parents tell me this they're like yo when we told you not to do something that's exactly what you did and you always figured out a way to like work around or you know figure it out and i think from there i've just been exposed to a lot of different environments from uh, boarding school in Nigeria, to schools here in America, to the Marine Corps, just going through different events that I found challenging, but at the same time, you know, growth orientated. They really helped me to grow as a person. They really helped me to be more And um, I'm thankful, you know, my my journey is incredible. And uh, whenever I think back about, you know, everything that I've been through, it it gets me motivated, man. It gets me invigorated to serve and to grow and to to develop potential and to develop other people's potential too as well. Mm.
1: What are some of those things that you had to grow through? right tell us take us take, take us into some stuff some, some of the some of the drama that you know people don't always see the behind yeah. the scenes
0: uh, I think earlier when I think about it definitely boarding school in Nigeria that was like a huge eye-opener because you know before then I was in the States so the Nigerian boarding school these are Nigerians, you know, and they're aggressive, they raw, you know, cut from a different cloth. So that definitely impacted my mind. I think after that, it was the Marine Corps. Um, you know, the Marine Corps took me through. I'm talking about like stripped everything that I thought I knew about life and everywhere we go, people want to, you know, like this grind through an obstacle determination. Like, I really thank the Marine Corps for being an accelerant in terms of my discipline, my go-getter attitude, um, and understanding that difficulty actually brings out the greatest potential in human beings. I think after the Marine Corps, that's when I was was really rambunctious. I was... super rebellious that's when I got into my stint at uh jail I was locked up um yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah you got to go into that you know you know that you know that's been my journey too so I'm I'm really I'm really curious to hear what yours your your
0: yes there was um There was a woman that I was dating at the time and, you know, I thought I had to be a man by being like super like, you know, this is how things work and we're going to do things this way. And I thought I was, quote unquote, saving her. And um, I went way too far, you know, uh, like trying to push and and shove and trying to, you know, direct things that if somebody doesn't want to change, just leave them as they is. You know, like you can only lead a horse to the river, you can't force it to drink. So that whole stint landed me in jail for about like eight months, and I think five of those were um, in the correctional facility, and then three was on work release. And wait,
1: how, how old were you? And what was the what What did they convict you of? And and, and I'm, I'm I'm sure the listeners want details, so I'm, I'm just giving asking for the yeah, details. Yeah.
0: So, uh, how old was I? Um, this was probably like four or five years ago. Um, so maybe I was twenty-five-ish, twenty-four-ish, something of mm-hmm. like that nature. And um was it? I forget what they call it. Um, I think it was assault. Mm-hmm. Uh or something like that, or like or something, something like that. I, I I don't remember the exact, but I know it was uh, something assault, I guess, second degree, third degree, something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. then I I knew from there, my my butt, my behind was in was in jail. Like I was mm. sat down there really hard, and I had to think about life, and I don't ever want to be in this position ever again. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember. What's crazy is that even before I got into jail, that whole situation, like just being in that kind of situation made me realize like, okay, this is not what I want to do with my life. This is not who. So even as like the debilitation and, you know, the debate and all that kind of stuff was going on, I started entrepreneurship. You know, I will start working with an agency. And I was just grinding. This was a a music marketing agency called Digital Science Media. And I was just there showing up every day, like making calls, building campaigns, Facebook ads, webinars. like Because what I said to myself back then is that that situation with the whole, that's not me. Mm -hmm. So what is me? Me mm. is business, is entrepreneurship, is building. So that became a great catalyst to make me it, it's almost like I looked at that situation and said, uh-uh, that's that's not how I'm gonna go out in life. I'm not gonna become another statistic, another stereotype. So that really gave me a quote unquote rude awakening.
1: Yeah. So so take me, take me back to jail, right? Mm-hmm. What were you, what were the, cause obviously you came out changing, changed, man. <clears throat> what was going on in there? What were you thinking about? What was your, what was going on?
0: Yeah. I think, you know, when I was in jail, from what I remember, I was thinking about God, first of all, because I didn't want to go down a path of uselessness. You know, like we see some people in life whereby they keep going down that ladder. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, look at you. And this is crazy. And, you know, oh, my God, this he's gone. And, you know, just no, there's no hope. So first thing was definitely God. The second thing was I played a lot of chess. Like you have a lot of time because you literally just waking up and, you know, you don't. It's like the TV is there. The phones are there you know, there's chess and I read a lot too, as well. So I was reading books, I was praying, I, I led like a prayer circle. Mm. Um, I was on the phones every once in a while. Uh, and the crazy thing is that I had the agency, I, I was a co-founder of the agency while I was in jail. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I was still kind of like, it was like, yo Tolu, what's the passwords? You know, and stuff like that. and. Can you help with this? So I was still you trying had, to con-
1: You had Wi-Fi and you had the whole, you were running the whole business? No.
0: So I, I like for the five months, I couldn't do anything, but then they gave me work release because I applied for it. So I think like the last three months I had work release. So I was actually going to um, work physically and working. And then at the end, you, you would come back in, clock in and, you know, you'd be right back in that cell. So, um, and the cell is kind of like a dormitory. So they have like a whole bunch of beds and, you know, people in it. But when I I think back at that time, it was, even though I'm in this situation, I'm not defined by this situation. I define myself.
1: That's right. Wow, brother. That's, that's powerful. That's powerful. So take me back a little bit further beyond that, right? Like when you think about it at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, Most people have, you know, multiple gifts, at least one dominant gift. What is your dominant gift? Mm.
0: That's a great question. I think one of my dominant gifts is the ability to motivate people's visions
1: Hmm.
0: or like the higher level, the higher like when i'm talking to people and i've noticed that nowadays was like when i'm talking to people i don't talk to people as who they are right now i talk to people as what they could be Mm. and that's how i try to operate with people i don't try to operate with them from where they are right now or even like below who they are i try to like man i'm operating with somebody that has extreme potential, somebody that's unlimited, somebody that can snap that finger and change the course of history. So I think my gift is when I inter- interact, engage with people, I'm trying to engage with the higher level version of themselves.
1: Wow, wow. And when did you notice this? Uh, I think I probably noticed
0: this in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm because in the Marine Corps when you go through uh, basics and you know the first the three months is this just, just hell and um, they would they would just try every single thing to just like this man it, it's, it's it's like being grilled 48 different times and 48 different angles and uh, I remember that people would come to me for motivation. Like, Mm -hmm. either we would pray or, hey, Tolu, can I just talk to you real quick? And, hey, man, can I just, I I just want to hear some words from you. And uh, I just remember this being an endless source of motivation, just, like, pouring into people. Like, you can do it, man. Like, you're built differently. Like, who you are right now is, you're greater than that. So, yeah, I think it's from there that I, I
1: saw that. That's dope. That's dope. So now take me through this process into this whole agency world. So you started uh, digital science media, it sounds like. Yeah. And, so and, and, and take me through that whole process, the genesis of your, your agency.
0: Yeah. So digital science media was with Matei. He's about 10 years older than me. I always say he's a crazy Russian guy. But, uh, you know, I'm so thankful for him and I am eternally grateful because I learned so much about business and marketing and communication, like so many skills. In fact, that was kind of like the um, launching pad for me. So with Digital Science Media, I remember that uh, there was a time I tried to, I was trying to do music and stuff like that and like some business stuff. And uh, that time, he was a producer. He already owned like a software development company. And uh, we would just exchange ideas back and forth and, you know, do some music here and there. But it was like, look, let's serve these music people that need marketing. And uh, he was doing it for this artist, J-O-N, that was under his label, Open Source Entertainment. And it was like, okay, look, let's, you know, mash heads together and, and, and let's build and uh i just remember showing up like with a tremendous amount of energy like every single day like and he started giving me books to read like uh the lean startup and uh how to ride a bicycle and sells, you know all kinds of different books and things of that nature traction and uh I would drive, show up to his place, and start making phone calls. And I remember I closed somebody called No Cash. He's this big artist uh, that has his YouTube channel, over 500,000 subscribers. And, you know, he does, like, he does renditions of, like, famous singers' music. And then it was like, okay, how do we monetize him? And we started getting clients here and there. And uh, I remember one day it was like, okay, like, Tolu, like, you're bringing in so much. And then the company was about to be formed. So it was like, okay, how do we, you know, he's obviously the mastermind. So, you know, the mastermind gets, you know, the bulk. But it was like, okay, look, 60, 40. You get 60, I get 40. You know, back and forth, back and forth. I got 35%, he got 65%. Um, And that was like my first taste of business, business on my own. So I was handling a lot of things. So like client communications, like checking over their ads, you know, communicating with clients. And I was developing strategies like, oh man, this automated thing can connect to this and it's going to explode that profile. Like this giveaway mechanism, we can do, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube channel, Spotify, and just creating. Because, you know, when when your client has a demand, you have to fulfill the demand. And uh, as long as we're alive, you know, we have these creative ideas and creative energy. So I just remember like, just going through the grinder of business, man. You know, like meetings, me and him would have a, a scrum meeting every morning, like Monday through Saturday, um, like 15, 20, 30 minutes. And, you know, you're learning from somebody that's been in business a lot longer than you. So all of that rubs off on you. Now, um, I think it got to a point whereby I I built out this super huge membership. It's called Indie Artist Accelerator. And I was like, look Matei, we gotta digitize the knowledge and stuff of that nature. And um, I remember he was like, okay, so I built out this whole curriculum and like put all the knowledge inside of it. And you know, he would go live on Zoom, I think like once or twice a week and we would get people in at $59 a month. And uh, it was like, okay, this is great. We got some traction how do we go ahead and push this to the next level man there's this thing called webinars like you can get a whole bunch of people on he was like man i don't know about no webinar and like all that stuff i was like look i'll build it up you just gotta show up Mm. i think that time we used a webinar jam i had a facebook page you know landing page facebook ads everything was going to it and lo and behold like you know bunch of people showed up he gave this amazing presentation they took the offer at the end and um some of them even became like full-scale clients. So, you know, it started off with the offer of the membership at 59, I think it was. But then there was like, nah, we want the 1,200, 1,500 per month, you know, plan. And uh, we just kept running the webinar back and back. The thing that kind of like um, made me be like, you know what? This is not going to be for me anymore it is when I saw the distribution, you know, he came up with this excel sheet he was like okay this is how we're going to distribute the profits and i was like wait a minute like this looked like everything going to you and you 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 throwing the scraps at me and i built the whole thing so wait, wait, you know
1: wait, wait. you gotta got break something down for us because when you say the distribution because i thought it's 35 65 was there something that was happening that was like wait a minute like 10 90 or something like break, break it down what, what 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 was the distribution he, I can't,
0: I can't exactly remember and I don't, I think he just, he just came up with some calculations. He was like, man, something about advertising spend and, you know, the time that he's spending on there, servicing the people too as well and I think we just but we just butt heads on hey man, like this, I'm not sitting right with this, man, and uh, I think from there we kind of just like gelled over it but I kind of knew like okay look I'm not 100%
1: in control of my future mm-hmm. and I want to be the captain. Were you full time with him at this point? Is this what you were, you were focused on full time?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, I think I also had like um, a job on the side like Target or some something mm-hmm. like that. Um. And another one at, at, at this health clinic. But that was like the, the main thing. The main focus was the, the agency. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of started getting under my skin a bit. Like, okay, I want to go into because I kind of saw how I was like lifting a lot of the weights in the company because he had another company that he was running. Um, a software development company. And a lot of his time was with that. So I was kind of like the president, CEO, like in charge of everything. We had team members and staff and all kinds of stuff. And I was basically the one in charge of everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And one thing that's interesting, and this is why I'm going to start pushing like everybody needs a podcast like really hard. But I started doing podcasts. Not because I was trying to get clients or... I just wanted to to talk to people, you know. And I, I found that interesting. Yeah. And before you know, like, I'm doing a podcast, Mastermind Your Life. And, hey, man, what do you do? You know, at the end, they're talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I do some Facebook ads and webinars and stuff like that. And um, they say facebook ads webinars i need that how much you charge and um, i was like look they charge you like a thousand a thousand two hundred and i started getting clients one by one initially i put them under the umbrella of um that agency i just was like okay this is going to be a separate division for these guys i'll, I'll take care of it and everything like that and uh I remember I started taking care of it and everything was kind of relying on my shoulders. So Mm -hmm. I was fulfilling for these people that started coming in from the podcast, but I was Mm -hmm. still fulfilling for the agency space, the music marketing space. After a while, I was kind of like these people all identify, know and correlate with me. Mm-hmm. Because you know, the podcast was the vehicle. Hey, I, I know Tolu, I, I don't all this other stuff. Tolu's a guy who supplies my needs and the marketing and having everything set up. So, I also was kind of like, you know what? What this is, this is the vision. I'm going to voyage out, take those clients with me, and uh, Matei, you know, that's his name. Here you go, here's the 35 percent, and uh we're gonna slowly go our separate ways and uh i remember talking to him about it and uh
1: that was eventually the decision we came to how how was that process did, did it go smooth was it kind of rough? How, what, it, was,
0: was it was it was it was smooth thank god it wasn't like nah screw you. what do you mean i'm going to my lawyer and i'm, I'm gonna take everything it, it was really smooth and Uh, What we did was basically just have like a um, separation period where, you know, I was still assisting and helping and, you know, this being there. And. um, But time went on, I was like, slowly, my energy wasn't going to the agency as much. It was more focused on these people who had come through the podcast.
1: Mm. So tell me about how how things transition from this digital science media kind of you're working with artists and then now mastermind your agency kind of shifts into consultants, experts, coaches. Um, talk to me about that transition. When did you, when did you get clear on your, your, your market or your avatar?
0: I think one thing that's interesting is that my avatar kind of came from me talking to people that I thought was interesting people that were, um, that looked like me, people that were maybe younger than me, a little bit younger, a little bit older than me. And um, from there, business just happened. Like, or I remember I spoke to this one guy, he came on as a client, then he like brought four other people as clients. So, you know, or I would talk to other people and, they would be like, "Hey, what what do you do?" Oh, you know, I do these ad- ads. That's what, you know, and it just became this mechanism whereby I would talk to people, and then from there, a percentage of people would become clients.
1: Mm, very nice, very nice. So <clears throat> this whole thing, it really, it really kind of. If you go back to it, back to your gift is motivating, helping people, seeing a higher level than they than they see it for themselves. And your your natural desire to uplift people yeah. kind of led you on the path of creating a podcast where you could utilize that gift to continue to inspire, motivate, uplift people. And You also have been to have developed your skills in the digital marketing realm. So now you're serving a need. But the ultimate thing you're doing really is you're still doing what your gift is, which is motivating and helping them. And you're serving them at the same time. Exactly. So, I mean, that's beautiful, man. So I I would love to talk about the development process. Right. Mm -hmm. Even even before we um, jumped on this podcast here. Yeah. You were just, you were learning. You were spending some time learning, and you're always learning. I mean, in the conversations that we've had, you're always like, I'm learning this new thing or that new thing. Like, and it's amazing to me um, because I think the people that are the most successful are those who continually learn. So, could you talk to me about the importance of development and and continually learning and, and improving yourself? It is the utmost,
0: most powerful thing not just as a business owner but as a human being mm-hmm. like as I'm going into business more and more uh, mm-hmm. I think this would be my first official year in business at the end mm-hmm. of this year um, yep. the there's what what I've also started understanding is that you want to learn from people who are at the pinnacle of mm-hmm what, what it is that you do and not just learn, but what you have to say to yourself is why do they think this way? Why do they make those decisions? Like what kind of frame or what kind of logical reasoning are they using to make those decisions? Because we tend to look at the people around us and what I've started realizing after buying multiple courses and programs and all these low ticket products and you know you want to study the guy that is blowing like you guys are not even in the same star field like he's Mm. he's so high up he looks like one of the angels Mm. you want to study the woman that's so high up like you're like what in the world because as human beings that person does not have two brains. They don't they don't have an extra set of antennas. It's just that they have gone through rigorous experience, training, learning, understanding, spending millions trying to know what works and what doesn't work. So because of that, they are the juiciest fruit to learn from. They are the most abundant uh in terms of like rich experience, yeah. nectar for you to really like drink from. And mm. the the reason why learning is so important is because I think somebody said, first you learn and then you remove the L, you begin to earn. And mm. your ability to learn, I think, I just saw this other reel and uh, it was Facebook's first female engineer and they were asking her they were like you know what makes mark zuckerberg so special like what what is it that you noticed about him that made him so special and she said i've never seen somebody that their ability to learn is so extremely quick so while mark was building out facebook he was quickly learning what works and what doesn't work because a lot of times, business owners, we're too bound by what doesn't work because we poured energy and time and resources into it. So we're like, oh, no, we got to this thing's got to work. And it, it, it doesn't work. Drop it. You got to go learn what works and focus. your Like, think about this, right? And this is why learning is so important. Yeah. Is that everybody had 24 hours in a day. Here's what. So the coach on this level, they're like, oh, man, I got I got to create the content myself. And then from there, I'm going to serve my clients myself. And then from there, I'm going to publish the email myself. And then from there, I'm going to do the outreach myself. So that's the way they think. Who knows where they learned it from? But they learned it. Now, the person one level above is like, I'm going to get a VA to help me do this. So I have more of my time back so I can work on another thing. Then the person above that is like, look, I'm going to hire a manager to oversee my outreach and train them on exactly what the numbers should look like for this week. And they give me a report and I meet with them once a week. So that way it frees up times three more of my time plus guarantee." Uh, outreach sketch so it's like there's so many different levels to it is that one person has found how to take one hour and the way they use that hour they gain back a date mm. so the highest individual on that spectrum can take one hour and gain years mm. like mm. jeff bezos mm. how do you use an hour and gain back years you, your thinking has to be at almost the pinnacle of
1: thinking. Jeez, that's deep. It's so deep. You gotta expand on this, man. Like, this is this is this is this is. I love productivity. So, yes. On this a little bit.
0: So, as of late, I've been trying to study what billionaires do, and I've been trying to study what they call mental models. You know, ways of thinking. You know. And everybody that's listening, one of the books that Jeff Bezos mandates that his executives read is called The Goal, American Edition. And The Goal is a story about a um, plant owner that's in a division. The plant, for the last couple of months has been um, failing to produce a profit. In fact, it's in the negative. The division manager shows up and says, look, Harry, we're going to close this plant down and fire all 280 workers, unless you can get this plant profitable, not just profitable. We want to see a 15%, 15% margin in the next three months. Yeah. So what did Harry have to do? He had to look at his entire process and then find ways to increase the productivity while still, Mm -hmm. so that pressure came in and made them uh, reevaluate everything. And lo and behold, they hit like 13%, got a huge contract at the end. And they found out like, where in the business do you have constraints or bottlenecks? What that means is that where in the business are the areas whereby the capacity is so limited or the uh, output or the energy being generated is so low, that it's causing other areas in the business to be steamrolled down negatively. Mm -hmm. So the learning is so important because as you learn, you can begin to implement those higher level um, things into your business. For example, I told one of the guys who does my accounting for me, like, hey, look, not only do I want you to do the accounting, but I want you to actually type in the uh, weekly numbers and this uh, I'll check the report at the end of the week. The reason I did that was because I used to spend like one to two hours every week doing that. But now I've given it to somebody that I paid three hundred dollars every every month to do it. So that has saved me time. So that's yeah. like four to eight hours in a. no, yeah yeah in a month maybe even five depending on what what kind of month it is but right eight to ten hours. I, I need to be using that to do higher level thinking things. So a lot of my thinking now is like, I need to go study how Amazon, tech, uh, Uber, Google, like how do these companies operate and what's the essence of those principles they've put into use? And then how do we distill that into our own businesses now? And I think the person that really caught me on to this way of thinking was uh, Serge Gattari. Guy is 24 years old. And, uh, his company jumped from making like a hundred K a year to 2.2 million, uh, Mm. the next year. And he broke down exactly. I actually interviewed him this week and, uh, it made me understand that, okay, the reason I am creating my output right now is my level of thinking or the quality of my thinking or the thoughts that I have. That's what's leading to this right now. If we take our brain right now, me and you, David, Mm -hmm. and we pit Jeff Bezos brain in our head, I guarantee you next year our company will be top. Or we take top 50 Amazon uh, engineering or business and the top 50 people in Amazon, right? Yeah. We take their brains and we replace it with any one of ours right now. But when you think about a brain, is just an organism. Everybody has the same type of organism for our brain, but it's what we're feeding our brain and the level of thinking that then, that's why a lot of coaches and business owners, they're kind of stuck in this, oh, 100K a year, 200K, like they kind of stuck because their thinking has not graduated to, how do I take one hour and, Multiply it into six months. Maybe what I do is that I hire six to 10 virtual assistants that go on uh, my Facebook and they start sending messages out to everybody that is in my niche and saying, hey, I I would love to share a quick video as to how we're growing people's like use businesses instead of the business owner trying to do
1: it themselves. Yeah, that's good. Man, he dropping so much game, bro. This is amazing. So, um, I love it. Speaking of this topic, right? You're talking about duplicating somebody's self and, and le- leverage. Um, I, one thing I've been studying on is um, you're probably familiar uh, flow. Um, how to operate in flow and and um, and how you know how you get in the zone and doing something. And one of the things I'm learning is there's there's work ethic. And then there's leverage ethic, Mm. right? You know, work ethic is what you have with you just working hard. But that's right. Leverage ethic is what you just talked about. You're using levers and what what Bezos and Buffett's and all these uh, greats do. They 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 use the power of leverage. So Mm -hmm. speaking of that, um, talking about your agency and the work that you do. um, How how would you tell somebody or help somebody to monetize their gifting right because we know a lot of people that are talented you 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 work with a lot of talented probably musicians talented artists talented influencers they might have 12 million followers but they don't know how to monetize it they might have amazing skills in singing and dancing and consulting and acting and whatever you want to call call their gifts how does one monetize those things so the first um to monetize
0: means what that you give value to people and they pay for it so it's so valuable that they 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 give you money for um one there's a couple of different things and I think we can talk about leverage now if you have a following and you have people that really rock with you and people that want to do business and you want to monetize yourself one of the slowest ways to do business is one-on-one you know because that person may say yes they may say no um the guy that I'm learning some of this stuff from he does he just finished giving a webinar and on the webinar there was about 330 people and uh well, his energy is one, but he has duplicated himself 330 times because all those people are listening to him simultaneously. Right. So that's one way to really be able to leverage. And that's one way to really be able to monetize is to duplicate yourself as many times as possible. And we're seeing that the economy in the the age that we live in we live now in the attention economy so if you're somebody that has a massive amount of attention on you the way you want to monetize it is that you have to create what's called your offer right and uh, alex homozy talks about this with his 100 million dollar offer and in it He's saying, how do you give somebody something that's so irresistible, so quick, so valuable that even when they pay you, they feel like you're paying them. Mm. Like, man, Mm. I just paid you $5,000, but this thing you're giving me is so good, man. I feel like you're the one paying me $5,000. And a great example is the weight loss. You can go to the gym. You can work out every day, five days, restrict your diets, all kinds of stuff or the alternative is lipo somebody just goes in you go to sleep you wake up and you eat that much more skinnier so why is it that people paid thousands of thousands of thousands almost 10 grand to do a lipo instead of the gym that costs 10 dollars a month because the lipo gives them those results instantaneously right and it's long term so that's almost how you should think about your offer i can you give people those results instantaneously you know people fast food you know they want like the most extremely valuable thing that's going to grow them do everything for them as quickly as possible so the other thing is wherever human attention is you need to be there so especially the human attention of the people who are more likely to buy from your niche um so you create one reel and that reel is seen by 500,000 people, 100,000 people, 20,000 people, even 10 people, right? That's leverage because you did it once and you put it out there, but thousands to tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands, people, some people even get millions that view it. So that's a hack. Like between me and you, David, Instagram can take any one of our reels and be like, okay, let's just give it this thing millions. If they wanted to of course they have the algorithm that does it for them but somebody on instagram at the top could be like oh i know david let me just click on his reel right here and boom that thing gets 10 million views so you already having a business imagine if 10 million coaches and business owners saw a reel whereby you were given extreme valuable do you know how many dms you would have how many sales calls how many you know it would help the business grow extremely so they need, they need something whereby they can put out content on these channels that it's one-to-many. So a webinar is one-to-many, an email is one-to-many, a podcast is one-to-many. So you wanna put stuff that's one-to-many and get it out there. You also have to have a sales process. You know, So if somebody comes in and they purchase your thing or they're about to purchase it, are they talking to you? Are they talking to a uh, sales professional on your team? Is there some kind of qualification process, you know? So you got to have these things in place because you have to be able to handle uh, bulk or you have to be able to handle scale. And sometimes you can start off with something slow and low,
1: and then build your way up. That's gold, man. That's game. That's game. So talk to us about mastermind your agency and what you guys do, how you help clients, how you serve people.
0: Yeah, I think the first thing that we do is understanding the value that they bring to the market. Um, When I'm working with a new client, I'm like, okay, how does this person and the value that they have maybe is the experience, the knowledge, you know, what is it? What is it that they bring to the table? And once I understand that, then it's like, okay, let's put together a first. We got to systematize them. So we give them a system. We use go high level i love go high level for you know i make sure i get all the clients on go high level that's one thing but then I, i take them through a process so step one is client slash avatar identification and it's like 36 questions and it's all like who is your client how old are they what tv shows do they watch like i want you to to just exhaust your brain with every single thing that your potential app, av- like you, you need to understand your avatar, you need to understand who you're going to start putting your ads and your webinar and everything that you have in front of. The second thing that I take them through is high ticket supercharger. So what that means is like, how, how good is your high ticket offer? Like, how is your program aligned with your prospects needs? You know, like I asked them like 20 plus questions there. And it's designed to make them really think about their offer and supercharge it. Like, oh, I don't have this. Let me let me add this in. Like, how can you make it better? What are your competitors doing? Like all kinds of questions. After that, we're going through the uh, webinar presentation, you know, the masterclass presentation. So we have a template inside that template. It's how I, I took a whole bunch like Russell Bronson's Colin Boyd everything that I've learned myself and working with clients and I have a template that they go through for their presentation I always tell people whenever you give a presentation to people you want that presentation to be energized you want that presentation to be full of life you should feel uh energetic connection to that present you can't go in front of an audience and be like hey my name is and I think this might be good for you no because they're feeding off your energy like right there I think um after i do that then we go into their systems so we start setting up like the automation the business number the sms sequence flow the email sequence flow for the webinars appointment confirmation after that we start running ads so now we're running ads to this presentation that's going to happen at a certain date and then you have a system that's automated and sending out the emails and the sms um after that you know they they get on a they do their presentation you know a percentage of people will book and from there you know they it's up to them to close those deals um and close a percentage of those deals um, and then we can run that system back like over and over again uh recently we started putting like appointment setters that you know we can send like a text message blast and then whoever responds the appointment setter follows up with them you know and gets them booked on the calendar i have things like video editing david that you've used
1: you know like oh, a yeah. short from Solid. <laughs> Solid <work. laughs> yeah that holler at tolu and mastermind your agency yeah so
0: I-, I think that's you know also kind of like being a uh, air or what a sounding board for people that hey you know i, I did this and this didn't go as as i thought and i, I try to get this and just this, this, this you know just being there for people so i, yeah. I think that is really what uh
1: encompasses what i'm doing right now love it bro love it so um final couple questions here for you when you think about um the the work that you do and helping people to to make monetize the gift what keeps you going right what makes you say hey this is this is this is what drives me to do this what what because it's, you know, there there comes a point the the amount of money becomes almost it's like what what's the difference between making fifty thousand and a hundred thousand or a hundred thousand and two hundred thousand? It, it's no real difference. So what what makes you what drives you to keep doing? Winning, seeing them
0: win, mm-hmm. seeing seeing the look on their face when they close a deal, when they oh man, I just closed somebody like for four thousand, i just closed somebody for 5k i I made 30k from this webinar i made 20k from and i'm just like let's go i'm like king kong like boom 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 like you know like let's get more like i'm stupid excited um because that instills confidence in them that you know their value is being appreciated Mm -hmm. and knowing that i designed that system that helps them to get their vision acknowledged and paid for, and they're positively impacting that person and I positively impacted them. I'm like, man, I need some more of these.
1: I love it, I love it. And and the final, final question we ask all people on our show, we weren't prepped for this, but here's the question. What's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose, one's gift and one's purpose well your
0: gift should should serve your purpose your gift should serve your purpose your gift um is like the apps on your phone and the type of phone you have is the purpose that you can give people so the purpose is the bigger picture because a purpose is a direction you know there's people that got gifts but they use it for the bad thing they they Man, this brother can talk your ear off, but then he talking to you and now you smoking something that you can't even identify, you know. So gifts and I like to think of gifts as embodiments of God's creativeness, of his creativeness and his abilities. So whenever we see a gift, I'm like, oh, that's an extension of God working through somebody. That's one of God's gifts. That's one of his blessings for that person. Yeah. The purpose is. Is what has God written for you in the book of life? Like, uh, what what did God see you accomplishing in life? Like, what was it that you were supposed to do? So, your per- the, when I think about your purpose, I think about leverage, mm. and I, I think about or just a quick analogy off the top of my head. When I think about your purpose, I think how does it affect the masses? How does it affect humanity? How's it? How does it affect history or eternity? Right. Mm. That mm-hmm. your gifts are then like, what are those things that help you to achieve your purpose? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's almost like the difference between strategy and tactics. Strategy mm-hmm. is the overall goal or the, the direction of the goal. A goal that you're trying to achieve or some goal or uh, something that has been put into action. Like, hey, this is a strategy for me to lose uh, 40 pounds in the next mm-hmm ten uh four months mm-hmm. then tactics are like the the steps that you use to achieve that goal so it's like okay um i'm not gonna eat anything later before two hours before bed if there's anything i'll eat food so that's a tactic right, right? another tactic may be uh, i'm going to start working out uh three times a week
1: mm-hmm. another
0: tactic could be uh i'm going to i'm going to replace sugary foods with fruits natural fruits. so you have all these tactics in that help you to achieve the ultimate strategy of losing 40 pounds. So mm-hmm. when I think about the purpose and I think about the gifts, your purpose is the, is the overall, is the bigger picture. Yeah. And then the gifts are those, uh, in this case, those abilities, yeah. those actions, those talented actions that you mm-hmm. have that can uh, cause things to be stirred. So that's your purpose is achieved as a result of that steering with the gifts.
1: Mm. Gotcha. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. Wow. 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 You dropped so many gems, bro. Thank you so much. What, what, where, what, um, where can we let, let listeners, we're going to plug into your Instagram to get connected with you and, and learn more about also your podcast yeah. and, uh, and your, um, your agency, but any anywhere else? We want to give uh, links. Yeah, or...
0: yeah. The main thing is Instagram. Uh, Tolu T O L U dot O W O Y E M I, and uh, the podcast is called Mastermind Your Life. As soon as you type it into Google, uh, it'll be the, like the first thing that pops up. So definitely go stream it. A whole bunch of great episodes and a whole bunch more greater even episodes to come. And uh, we're happy to serve you and help you, you know, reach that next level
1: love it brother thank you so much bro for blessing the people you get tremendous value today thank you so much bro
0: yes yes i appreciate you you know david bring me on the show chopping it up and uh this was great man i like this <laughs> awesome awesome
1: i do too bro. it's great
0: uh, uh, i search all over the world
1: struggling to find it dear listener I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date and it's called The Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats, an amazing spoken word over it. And I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S dot com, and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode. How I Discover My Gift with David D. Simons is proud to be of the amazing and illustrious Alive Podcast Network.